Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where a father demands that his teenage kid gets admitted into a gay, furry orgy. We were having a day of hiking and picnicking in the park with my young girls, six-month-old and three-year-old, so I brought a bunch of toys. My wife went off to feed our baby, and I was playing with the three-year-old and her dolls, and she paired all of them off into couples of men and women. Recently, we learned we really dropped the ball teaching her about relationship diversity because she went to visit her uncles, her married uncles, and threw a tantrum when we told her they were married because only boys and girls can get married. We thought she knew they were married because it's certainly no big secret, but have definitely gone out of our way to correct that assumption since. We basically just try to point out the LGBTQ people in our life and reinforce, you know these people, you like them, they like you. It's no different than knowing a straight couple. She's been super receptive to it, and I think she just hadn't seen any gay people on TV or in books and was oblivious to the ones she saw in everyday life, so wasn't sure what to think. So I said, let's put these two girls together like your friend Hannah's mommies and these two boys together like Uncle X and Uncle Y. The rest can stay as they were. This way, more people are included. Isn't that nice? And she said, yeah, and we played and it was fine. Enter Entitled Mother. Nice kid, Entitled Mother's somehow normal kid, about 10 years old, and my kid. Excuse me, what are you doing? Playing dollies? Sir, excuse me, hello, I don't appreciate your talking about hugging passionately in front of my kids. When was I talking about hugging passionately? The entitled mother whisper yelling, the G word and the L word. I didn't say either of those and I can talk to my kid about anything I want. So unless there's anything else. I won't have you sharing adult conversations with a toddler here in public or anywhere. Really, that's too bad, because once we finished talking about inclusion, I was going to crack open a 40 ounce and read some Hustler for story time. Is she even your daughter? Is that even your son? At this point, a woman walks by with a baby and entitled mother tries to pull her into the conversation. This man is going up to children at the park and trying to teach them about hugging passionately. The woman, <laughs> who we'll call W for woman or for wife because she's my wife, was having none of that. What was he saying? He was telling his toddler about G-A-Y hugging passionately. Thankfully, she knew the woman must be nuts. I thought we said no gay hugging passionately until her fourth birthday. The entitled mother rushed over to cover nice kids' ears. This is everything wrong with our kids today. You're forcing them to grow up before their time. You want your daughter to have those images in her head. You're going to traumatize her. My dollies are at the grocery store and they're going to buy popsicles. I ate a popsicle today. It was a yellow one. Uh-oh, you think popsicles are a euphemism for something? Entitled mother takes nice kid and storms off. 15 minutes pass and everyone's getting hungry so we break out some snacks. I'm helping my kid get the green tops off her strawberries. A park ranger comes over. Excuse me, a woman reported there was some sort of inappropriate sexual activity going on at this site. What? Really? Oh no, well, I've got my kids with me. Do you think we should move? 
The park ranger looks around, confused. No, no, just keep an eye open for anything strange. And if you see something, drop by the ranger station and let us know. About an hour later, just as we're thinking it's time to head home, Entitled Mother comes back through. How are you still here? We ignore her at this point. You know, there are piles of studies on child psychology that say that what you're doing is ruining America. I wanted so badly to say something snarky, but kept my mouth shut. But then, Entitled Mother directed her insanity at my kids, and you better believe that didn't sit well with my wife. Honey, does it make you sad when Daddy tries to tell you things you don't understand? Don't you talk to my kids one more time. Don't look in our direction. Don't breathe on me. Get out of here right now. Leave. Of course, my three-year-old doesn't know why she's upset, so starts crying. This yelling and crying attracted the attention of a different park ranger. Problem, folks? Entitled mother started screaming almost incoherently while her poor embarrassed kid was like, Mom, let's just go. Let's go. Come on. I'm so glad you're here. We were just getting ready to leave when this woman, who's been harassing us all day, came and started talking to my daughter. The park ranger took her aside and took us aside and we gave our sides of the story. Entitled mother was nearly in tears and we could hear her throwing out words like decency and innocence. When he came to us, we briefly explained but said we were already on our way out so didn't want to take this any further. He said we should just go. We packed up and left. Entitled mother couldn't believe we were let go and was still berating the park ranger with her embarrassed son when we left. Everyone should just mind their own dang business. The end. Our next Reddit post is from Denisian. This didn't happen to me, but a friend of mine and the details will be written down as he told me the story. So long story short, my friend is a furry and at the time was attending Midwest Fur Fest. Now, there are a ton of fun activities that attendees can partake in, and most of the panels and activities listed on the official program are totally appropriate for families and kids. That being said, like any other type of geeky conventions, people will hold room parties in their hotel rooms or suites that are not part of the official program and are not the responsibility of the convention itself. Very often, those room parties will either be gatherings of friends or sometimes they will just be centered around certain social groups. For example, there are furries of color parties now and trans room parties. And sometimes, well, they will be parties of the more passionate hugging kind. You know what I mean. Sometimes, to attract a certain crowd, especially at the social group parties, they will advertise the room party on a board near the hotel lobby to advertise the party's room number for those who might be interested to attend. Anyway, those parties are obviously private functions and obviously the person who is paying for the suite or room has complete liberty of choosing who is allowed inside and who is not, especially if they are just a gathering between friends. Flash forward to Saturday evening. This is generally the biggest evening of the convention in terms of official events and room parties. My friend is hosting a room party for gay men in this suite. The attendees are all legal adults, the majority of them in their late 20s, early 30s. Nothing too risque is going on, but it's a bunch of gay men together in a room. So colorful discussions and a bit of flirting and groping is happening from time to time. 
I mean, duh. At some point early in the evening, they hear a knock at the door. My friend goes to the door and slightly opens it to see a kid, no older than 15 or 16, standing outside the door. Um, hi, can I help you? Can I come in? <laughs> uh, no, this is a private party. It's not part of the convention, sorry. My friend then closes the door and returns to entertaining his guests. About 15 minutes later, another knock at the door. This time, my friend's roommate goes to answer the door and finds the same kid standing there. And this time, he has his father with him. Yes? Yes, my son came here earlier and was refused to be let in. Well, yes, but... Is there a specific reason why my son can't attend this event? At this point, my friend intervenes. Sir, this is a room party. It's not part of the official program. Plus, your son is a minor and everyone here is a grown man in their 30s. This would be extremely inappropriate. Don't give me that. We paid full price for an attendance pass. I expect my son to be able to enjoy this convention to its fullest. But that's what I'm telling you. This isn't covered by the convention ticket. This has nothing to do with... But this party was advertised downstairs in the lobby. The board downstairs will advertise a lot of private room parties. It's a convention thing. People will organize gatherings amongst friends and social groups because they're all gathered in the same spot for the weekend. That doesn't mean it has anything to do with the convention proper. Now, please, can you leave? We've told you more than once that your son is not welcome here. My friend at this point hushes the entitled dad and his kid out and closes the door. At this point, everyone thinks the story is over, but entitled parents being petty, it isn't. At 11.30pm, a much stronger knock is heard at the door. My friend goes to open the door and is met with hotel security and a Rosemont Police Department officer. My friend says, what the, what is going on? Hotel security says, sir, we've got a report of illegal activity taking place in this room. We'd just like to do a quick checkup. My friend is flabbergasted, but lets the cop and security personnel in. Of course, they find absolutely nothing weird going on. Can I at least know what this was about? This is very distressing. A man came to us earlier and said that your party guests were doing drugs and committing acts of gross indecency by being sexually inappropriate where other people could see them. My friend then realizes it was more than likely Entitled Dad and tells Hotel Security about how the Entitled Dad tried to force the party attendees to let his minor son attend a room party full of grown adult males and how they had told them to leave repeatedly. Hotel Security apologizes and my friend got a partial refund on his room to make up for the intrusion and no more problems happened from then on. He doesn't know if anything happened to the man and his kid. <laughs> what the? This is the most disturbing thing I've ever read on this subreddit. I demand you let my son into your gay furry orgy right now or I'm filing a false police report on you. Dude, are you insane? Our next reddit post is from a name that isn't. And for context on this one, OP was flying back from vacation with her mom in an airplane. OP and her mom were in a row of three seats and they had a spare seat that no one was using. So we were in the air, the seatbelt sign was off, and we are free to roam about. 
The flight had a couple spare seats from what I could see, including the one right next to me. My mom and I had booked the middle and window seat, but I moved to sit in the aisle so we would have more space. The woman who sat in front of me, entitled mom, continuously whipped her head around to stare at me for a few seconds. I tried to ignore her, but it was freaking weird. After 20 minutes of her turning around to stare at me every few seconds, she eventually tapped me on the head. She tapped me on my head by reaching over the seat. Excuse me? Her tone was very severe. Yes? Hi? I was very tired, but tried to be polite. Swap seats with me. She maintained eye contact the whole time. I took a few minutes to respond because I was just dumbfounded. I'm with my mom. I'd rather not. You've got a spare seat. I want to spread out and relax. Swap with me. No, please leave me alone. That's not how you speak to an adult. She got a little loud, enough to turn heads and disturb my mom who asked if I was okay. Swap with me. I need to sit there and you can sit next to my child. You can play with him. The child looked around five. I'm 18. Please leave. Move right now. This turned everyone's head, made me so embarrassed and was loud enough to summon a flight attendant, mid-30s male. The flight attendant said, is everything all right here? He spoke directly to Entitled Mom, completely ignoring me. That boy won't move. He's got two seats to himself and he... My mom interjected loudly at this point. I actually have two seats to myself, both of which I paid for. I was sitting in the aisle seat, which we hadn't booked. The Entitled Mother didn't respond to my mom. I think she was intimidated. Hmm, well, I'll see what I can do. He then turned to me, who had been listening and present the whole time. This woman is asking if you'd be able to swap with her so she could have more space. Would you mind? Would I mind? Uh, no, I don't want to swap. Entitled mother erupted. She started yelling at me, calling me a brat, calling me selfish. My mom was yelling at her back, and I honestly was struggling not to laugh at Entitled Mother because I noticed how her chins shook as she shouted. The flight attendant during this argument shrinked away, just backed off, and effing left. Entitled Mother realized she was making a fool of herself. Fine, selfish, effing brat. She sat back down and swung her seat back as much as she could, which was fine because it was literally a couple of inches and I had plenty of space. My mom asked if I was okay and if I wanted her to make the Entitled Mom move. I said I was fine. Entitled Mother started making huffing noises. I ignored her, put in my headphones, and the rest of the flight was fine. When we landed, Entitled Mother made sure to get up like a rocket and block the walkway so I couldn't get out the aisle. I, however, was feeling petty. I stood up, shuffled over, and said, You don't mind, do you? Then barged into the walkway in a way that looked accidental. She stumbled into someone else who promptly launched her back into her seat. It was hilarious, like watching a ping pong ball. She didn't move after that, and we got off the plane and never saw her again. OP, what blows my mind is that somehow you resisted the urge to kick her seat for the entire flight. If I were you, I would have been seriously tempted.
And if you like this story, don't forget to hit that like button because it really helps my channel. Our next Reddit post is from Super. Okay, here's some context. I live next door to an elderly couple. Two really sweet people. The husband, let's call him Blind Elder, is a blind old man of about 70. His wife, let's call her Sweet Granny, was sick one day, so I offered to take Blind Elder to the store to get some stuff. I help Blind Elder into his car after saying goodbye to Sick Granny, and I drive him to the store. Blind Elder always tells jokes about his condition, laughing as though he could care less about the fact that he can't see. When we get to the store, I help him out of the car and inside, allowing him to put a hand on my shoulder so I can be his eyes. We manage to buy what we need and get to the lunch meat since they needed some. Each meat I grab as a sample, I hand to Blind Elder, letting him feel to see if it's the perfect size. While he's feeling the salami, I heard someone clear his throat in a rude way. I turn around and find myself face to face with Entitled Dad. Entitled Dad is an average looking middle-aged man with barely any hair on his head. His kids are two twin boys who are around age seven. Entitled Dad starts asking us to hurry and asks why Blind Elder is touching the meat that way. I quickly explain that my neighbor is blind, causing the dad to shake his head and say something about how him and his kids were in a hurry. Blind Elder eventually turns around and hands me the meat he had been feeling. Then the dad gets impatient. He's probably faking it. He seems way too confident. Blind Elder just let out a laugh and had the look of, I'm gonna scare him. Then, to my amusement, Blind Elder takes off his sunglasses to show his eyes, causing the dad to back up as my neighbor stumbles towards him with his hands outstretched, yelling about how someone turned off the lights and how the world has been thrown into eternal darkness. The dad and his kids run like scared dogs, causing my neighbor to laugh so loud that he has tears in his eyes. He put his sunglasses back on and we continue shopping. When we got back to the house, Blind Elder started telling his wife what had happened and how he had made a big tough dad pee his pants in fear. Not true. We raised our children to work hard, respect people, and enjoy life. Our youngest turned out to be a lazy snob who thinks the world owes her. I blame school, society, and friends in this case. Yeah, that's right, lady. Blame literally everyone except yourself, despite the fact that you were the one who raised her. And on this next post, OP is a female and she posted pictures from her hike on Facebook. Then her dad replies, So this is how a working girl lives. I went a few weeks ago on the weekend. I just posted the pic today. I am assuming you're not calling me a prostitute. Let's just say a paid professional adult worker. Smiley face. Is this what happens when an r slash nice guy grows up and has a kid? I had asthma when I was a child, so stop effing patronizing me and telling me how to raise my daughter just because you think you're smarter than me. Entitled parent leaves hospital. Back in hospital two hours later, six-year-old daughter is in respiratory failure and admitted to intensive care unit. <laughs> Clearly, this entitled parent didn't have enough essential oil diffusers surrounding the child at all times. 
Also, lady, when a doctor goes to school and gets a medical degree, that is literally a certificate that proves that yes, he is smarter than you. Will I be the butthole if I don't send my daughter to therapy? Our daughter is 14 years old and has changed significantly over the past few years. To give some backstory, when she was in elementary, she was the kind child anyone could have known. She also thought to put people before her and overall had a calm temperament. Then she started puberty at around middle school. When she started puberty, she turned into an angry, aggressive person. She'd always complain and get extremely angry. She even had issues with harming herself by pulling her hair and scratching her arm. She also began holding grudges from the past. And I do believe it would be caused by her abusive teachers in preschool and a bully she had never told me about until fourth grade. Thus, we could not have taken action. We did think she had a problem in the beginning, so we treated her with lots of love. During middle school, she had earned an invitation to join a counseling group for girls. And despite us pushing her to go, she decided not to go. Over time, our daughter grew more and more calm, stopped harming herself, and has become more like herself back when she was young. So I thought it could have been hormones during her puberty years. But this year, she asked me to send her to therapy. Now, I have thought about it, and I believe she wouldn't require therapy. It was probably the flaring hormones while she was developing, and she has become much more adjusted to becoming a normal girl. Therapy is extremely expensive around here as well, and we have never mistreated or abused her. And while she has never been mistreated or abused by us, my husband was physically abused by his older brother. So I don't see why she needs therapy when her father has never received therapy, and yet has turned out completely fine. So therapy would not only be a waste of money, but our daughter has just turned out fine and so would be deemed a waste of time. So would I be a butthole if I don't send my daughter to therapy? Translation, I want strangers on the internet to justify my belief that my bank account is more important than my daughter. I'm looking for a babysitter in the area. PM me if you're interested. Here are my requirements. 1. Have a bachelor's degree in childcare or 9 years of relevant babysitting experience. 2. 3 good references with phone numbers. 3. Full-time availability including weekends. 4. Your own car and driving license. 5. Native English speaking and preferred second language to teach my children. 6. CPR certified, ideally a CNA license. 7. No history of traffic tickets and no problems with the law. I will be running your name through databases. 8. No tattoos, no drugs, no alcohol, no sketchy social media behavior and or public pictures. 9. Must be okay with my two pit bulls. 10. Must be okay with emergency last minute calls. 11. Perfect attendance, 100% required. 12. Willing to pay for some snacks. 13. Will love to work with an infant, 3-year-old, and 5-year-old. 14. Ideally, will be a Trump fan. 
In exchange, I will be offering $10 an hour under the table cash. It's like making $15 an hour normally, but without paying tax. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> you know what else is like making $15 an hour? Actually making $15 an hour. Am I the butthole for telling a cashier that wasn't the girl's credit card? Verdict, butthole. Throw away because husband told me I was the butthole and want to know before I got home to argue. On phone, format is bad. I was in a higher-end department store today, rhymes with looming tales, and happened to end up next to two teenage girls while shopping. One of the girls had picked out a pair of very expensive boots and they were both fawning over them. The second girl must have looked at the price tag and asked Boots Girl if she's really gonna spend that much on boots. Girl with Boots says something along the lines of, It's fine, I have my dad's credit card, I'm not paying. Which instantly caught my attention because that's not her card. I've told my son multiple times he's never allowed to use my card. So I'm interested to see how this girl thinks she's going to get away with fraud. But had split up from the girls at this point because they had found something else. We end up at the same register, me behind, and I see her total hit well over four digits. The girl is about to swipe her card when I decide I can't let her get away with something like this. And someone has to parent this kid if no one else will. I tell cashier that isn't her card, but her father's. And I'm not sure she has permission. Girl and friend turn and glare at me, giving me possibly the dirtiest look I've ever seen. I swear, this girl was going to throw a tantrum right there. I don't think she was ever told no. Girl tells cashier her father gave her the card to shop with because it's the store's credit card and it gives him the points. Now that I've pointed out it wasn't hers, cashier tells her she can't use that card. Girl tries to show ID to prove they had the same last name. Yeah, that will help. And I tell her it's still fraud. Girl says it's not fraud because she has permission and tells me to mind my own business. I tell her that it is my business that she's doing something illegal. She needs to pay with her own card or I call the cops. Girl is pissed now and people are glaring at me. She uses her own card and leaves crying. Cashier looks mad at me and I tell my husband when I get home only for him to agree I was in the wrong. So, Reddit, am I the butthole? So, you pissed off the cashier, pissed off everyone else in the store, pissed off two teenagers, stuck your nose in someone else's business over something that virtually half of all parents in America do anyways, arbitrarily applied your family rules to someone else, and threatened to call the cops. Yep, you are the buttholiest butthole who has ever buttholed. Five out of five buttholes. And besides, with an entitled parent like this, something tells me that OP was buying whatever it is that she was trying to buy with her husband's money. I have a friend looking for an essential oil that will help children sleep. Something similar to chloroform, but all natural and less illegal. DM me if you know of something. <laughs> Bedtime at a normal person's house is like, 
I would not eat them in a house. I would not eat them with a mouse. <laughs> Bedtime at this lady's house is like, shh, quiet, stop struggling. It'll all be over soon. Yes, sleep, sleep. Is autism 100% caused by vaccines? Yes, it is. The aborted fetus cells in the vaccine causes a DNA mutation which causes autism. OMG, my five-year-old son has just been diagnosed with autism, but I had never vaccinated him. Your doctor must have vaccinated him without your consent. I'm sorry you had to be a victim of vaccine injuries. Vaccines don't cause autism, but Facebook posts like this one do. I need some suggestions. My 16-year-old son is a pain in every nerve I have. Super moody, angry, lazy, sneaky, defiant, knows everything, etc. I know, typical teenager, but I was a teenage girl once and never remember being this bad with my mom. He refuses to use the oils I give him, the soaps I provide, even the supplements I suggest he use. He tells me he prefers the chemically-laden store-bought stuff and wants none of these oil things. I sneak oils into his food, spray his room and pillow when not looking, put them on his clean laundry, even rub oils on myself before I touch him to get oils on him. I need help with what oils I should use. Apparently, I'm not using the right ones. Do the same oils that help with female hormones help with teenage boys? What would you suggest? Thanks. <laughs> Mom rubs oils into sun to help with teenage hormones. You know, I think I watched this video before. If God asked me to kill my child, I would, because I trust him. Yo, if God is real, I can just imagine him reading a tweet like this and being like, uh, I don't know this woman. And in this next post, OP moved out of their childhood home, and this is a text message from OP's mom. I have talked to God. You are in the unpleasant place of being in the middle. I knew that position only too well. About two weeks ago, I spent most of the night in prayer about you. I begged for an answer. The next morning, I heard Clear as a Bell read to John. It's very short, but it shook me to my very knees. I texted Pastor to see him. It took about a week, and then I got to talk to him. I bore my heart of my prayer, and then I told him I was directed to Second John, the one right before Revelation. We read it together. He said, yes, that was the Holy Spirit's direction for me. Months ago, I laid you down into the hands of God and taken my hands off you. I told him do whatever necessary, even death, if it would save you. I just wanted to be assured of heaven with that person's name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Pastor said he's been praying for you and God has also let him know some truths concerning you. I trust in God. I've seen his hand in many miracles in my life and others. The thing I keep asking God is, you won't go past blank self-will. But he lets me know. He knew you from before time. He knows you're coming and you're going. He knows what you're going to say before you even say it. 
He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. How do you even have a conversation with a person like this? Sweetie, I've been praying for your salvation. Oh, thanks, Mom. That's nice. I've been praying that you'll die because I'm sure that would save you. Uh, what? Text message from Mom. Thanks, you a selfish little girl. Ain't nothing good going to happen for you. And you gonna need me one day, you gonna see. Peace. How am I selfish when you decided to open a power bill in my name and not pay it? You decided to go buy AirPods and new phones and Xbox Ones instead of paying rent and bills. You decided you'd rather spend money on those things and buying weed instead of providing your kids with a place to live and not screwing things up in their name. I love you, and yes, I may need you, but you have not been reliable, and you have not been the mother that me or the kids need you to be. I hope that you're able to get your stuff together and be the better mother that the three of us need, but I'm not going to keep going out of my way to help someone that has put me in such a deep hole that I'm now going in the same direction as you. This is not where I want my life to go, and it shouldn't be where you want it to go, either. Kids these days, they're not even willing to show respect to their parents, even when those parents steal their identity and take out bills in their name. What is the younger generation coming to? Just lost custody of my kids. Summer is about to be effing lit. <laughs> Status update, nine months later. I can't wait to lose custody of this kid so I can get in shape for next summer. So, I'm pretty sure we have your cat. However, we've had your cat since Sunday night, and I put a post on Facebook about your cat immediately when she came to our house, and have gotten no response, and you're barely posting something about the kitten that you care so much about three days later. My 10-year-old little girl who has anxiety has been taking care of her and has spent her entire savings purchasing items that the cat would need. The cat has quickly become a service animal for her. Give these people their cat back. Just because they didn't take to the internet doesn't mean that they weren't searching in other ways. Checking in animal control, the pound, or asking neighbors. Go be a good mom and get your child her own cat and don't be a thief. After three days, the cat became a service animal? Why do I feel like the next step is this entitled mother trying to take the cat into restaurants and airplanes and then flipping out at people who try to get rid of it, saying that it's a service animal? And how dare they? Our next Reddit post is from Jisui. After spending seven weeks doing my online degree, I'm now officially a qualified homeschool teacher. As most of you know, I had to pull Caden out of regular public school due to them flat out refusing to accept that my son is not vaccinated and continuing to shove their concerns in my face and constant letters and meetings over my parenting. Well, no thanks. He's my child, not yours. I know exactly what is best for him and how his body and mind works. And now I'm going to do a better job teaching him than your joke of an education system could ever do. Fellow moms, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself and the well-being of your children. Is that honestly how much training someone is supposed to go to to get a certificate to become a homeschool teacher? 
How is seven weeks of training supposed to cover the education from kindergarten to high school? That's like what, like 15 years of education? Does anyone know why my 13-year-old son gets hard when I spank him? Also, what should I do? <laughs> well, step one is stop spanking him. Unless we're also considering the desires of the kid, in which case, definitely keep spanking him. Text message from mom. I would never smoke around the babies anyway. They're still on my stomach. I smoke with all five of you. You were all healthy. If they come out deformed or something else, it's a trait or a gene. Nothing you can do about it. Stuff happens. Your kids are more likely to get autism, and that's from their mandatory shots. Smoking and doing drugs while you're pregnant is totally fine. But protecting your kids against diseases that will absolutely kill them, yeah, that's the real danger. And on this next one, this is an argument between a mom and her kid. That was very silly and disrespectful. I'm not going to act like a brat. I will make arrangements with you about Roosevelt. That's a dog. Suck a dick. You and Elise will do superbly. You're the same. Have a great time in Ohio. Sorry, I don't speak crazy jerk. K. Foster freak. I was in foster care because of you, idiot. Oh, it's because David Evans has a huge dick. Insane parent. I'm not gonna act like a brat. Also, insane parent. Suck a dick, foster freak. I stress every night that my eight-year-old daughter can't read yet. She still takes a long time to read three-letter words. I do both homeschool and unschooling, if that makes sense, lol. My worries get to me every night. Someone please help. I'm willing to do whatever it takes except for take them to an actual school. Our pediatrician profiled me as a bad mother. I was pressured by our doctor from my son's birth all the way through grade school. I kept telling him no vaccines whatsoever. Zero. Nada. I was hassled, shamed, talked down to, and more. Not a fun experience whatsoever. I was profiled as a bad mother. I don't understand. Why won't these doctors just let my baby die in peace? That was r slash entitled parents, and my mommy said that if you don't subscribe to my channel, she's going to report you to the FBI.